Listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participant's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Well, it's the real end of summer, Stomping Jen. The end, the end. Our kids come back soon. We're going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. It's been eight weeks. I feel like somebody just flipped an hourglass in the sands like running. I don't understand a word you just said. How could you not? All I heard was, I feel like somebody flipped an hourglass. Yes. What, uh, what That's was what re- I said. And no. the sand is like coming through. Okay. You said, all right. You said that you feel like the sand is coming through. Like an hourglass. You know what? Like a timer. Huh. Don't look at me like I'm crazy. Right, well, we'll talk more about this uh, feeling that you're an hourglass and the no, sand is- I didn't say I feel like an hourglass. Oh boy, this is off to a great start. (laughs) The Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Well, Stomping Jen, you're saying something about being an hourglass. I didn't I don't say understand. I am an hourglass. You said it's the end of summer. It's been eight weeks. I said I feel like somebody's just flipped the hourglass. Ugh, forget it. I'm just gonna go upstairs. <laughs> why? Why are you just gonna go upstairs? Because I feel like you're already mocking everything I'm saying. I'm not mocking. You just put on crickets. You said you said you feel like an hourglass. I'm just trying to understand. I didn't say I. I am not a physical hourglass. You're not a physical hourglass. The sands of time are running out. Do you know what a timer is? Uh, yeah. Tell me more about feeling like an hourglass. I don't feel like. Forget it. You have an hourglass shape to your figure. Jesus Christ. Is that what you meant? No, it's not what I meant. It's in reference to the children coming home. Okay, talk to me more about that. Why do the children coming home in two days, we're recording this on a Friday, why do the children coming home in two days make you feel like an hourglass? I need to know more. I don't feel like an hourglass. I feel like somebody has now flipped the hourglass, an hourglass that doesn't exist within me. You feel like somebody has flipped an hourglass that doesn't exist within you? Like there's like a timer going, like a countdown, like a bomb countdown. 
So you feel like our children coming home is like a bomb countdown. You're missing my fucking point completely. I make the point. I'm trying I, to get it I'm, out of you. I'm done. Move on. No, hold nope. on. I'm done. Nope. 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 <laughs> I'm going to leave if you don't drop it. Wait, just let me. Nope. Just can nope. I. No. No. Can I say nope. one thing? Wrong. No. Listen, we're just having a dialogue. Can I say one no. thing? Please. No. no. Please. No. You're all curled up there under some kind of blanket. Uh-huh. All I see is a head poking out. Okay. Now just let me finish my no. sentence, please. No. This is comical. No, it's not comical. Yeah, because the blanket is the same color as your skin tone. So you look like some kind of blob creature sitting over there. Lovely. Um, I need to take a picture of it. <laughs> You're married to a blob creature. So people can see. Hold on. Oh my God. This is fascinating. Not fascinating. People need to see what I'm looking at. Look over here. <gasps> no. Uh... I'm going to post this. Um, okay. So, all right. The children are coming home in two days. You feel like time is ticking away. Yes. Thank you. You don't need to yell. I do. Because you just spent you the last 15 minutes. But making you, fun of me. But you also feel like a bomb. No, I was just trying to illustrate my point. Okay. Um, do you feel like there are things you need to and we need to accomplish before the children come home? There's always things that we were supposed to accomplish that we didn't. Okay. Um, like what? <sighs> I didn't do any of our home projects that we planned to do. You didn't do. buy a mattress. I didn't buy a mattress. I didn't paint the trim that I was going to paint. I didn't get rid of the pool. We didn't get a dumpster. We didn't do anything. We didn't do anything. <laughs> we did lots of things. We just didn't do those tedious, worky type things. We had more of a fun... It was a summer, summer. of failure. No, it was a summer of George. Okay, so you feel like we just focused on our own Self-care. recreation and mental health. Yeah. All right. There's nothing wrong with that also, let's be clear. I don't know. I'm going to ask my therapist if there's anything wrong with it. Mm-hmm. I feel unaccomplished. I feel like we just wasted time. I don't think that that was... I don't feel like it was a waste. I feel it's incredibly selfish and privileged not to use the time constructively. And just to lay around and <laughs> go do things that are just fun. I think that's perfectly acceptable. Well, I don't think I agree with that. All right. Well, are, so are we ready for the children to come back and re-enter our lives after eight weeks away? Maybe. I mean, yes, I'm excited to have them here. Okay. I'm not excited to drive them around everywhere. Yeah, we have to do that. Um, But you're excited to have them here. Mm -hmm. You miss them walking around, (laughs) yelling. (laughs) Miss them shutting us out and being in their room or taking over the television, watching endless, mindless things. Okay, so yeah, it'll be good to have them back. I miss their presence. Their presence is a present, as they like to say. Mm-hmm. So we'll get them back in two days. Um, I do have an announcement. Oh, yeah? I talked to you about this. Um, on the last episode, we talked about my obsession with radon gas. Mm-hmm. Right? And I sent in the tests. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I mailed them in, and we got the results. Where's the... We need... What is the thing that we need? Well, so... Ta-da! Oh. Now. <laughs> you was, sound so enthusiastic about this. It was a mixed bag, the results. Okay. So, in our base... So, okay. What the, what the guidelines say is if you have more than two units it's measured in something like called picoliters or something like that picoliters something like that i'm just going to call it units if you have two units or more they say you should consider getting a mitigation system Mm -hmm. if you have less than two units they say you don't have to do anything okay okay in our our house is weird. It's built on... It's a tri-level. You're cutting me off. You're not letting me say my sentence. I wasn't going to say it's a tri-level. Do you want to hear what I have to say? Do you? Oh, by all means. I'm waiting with Thank bated you. breath <laughs> about what you're going to say Thank you. about our house. <clears throat> uh, the important thing to know is our house, um, half of it sits on a slab... So it doesn't have a basement beneath it. The other half of it sits over a basement. So I did the testing over the slab and in the basement. Okay. We sleep over and we work over the slab portion of the house. Okay. The living room and kitchen are over the basement portion of the house. So over the slab portion of the house, the radon levels were one unit, okay? Which mm-hmm. means we probably don't need any uh, mitigation system on that part of the house, which means it's you know generally safe levels. In the basement, it was 2.2! 2. 2. 0.2 above the recommended level. Now, what do you think? Should we get a mitigation system? How expensive is the mitigation system? I don't know. A couple hundred dollars, I think. Maybe a thousand. It's basically like a little fan they stick in the area where the radon gas is. So that it um, pumps the gas out. Yeah. You look like you don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Are you expecting me to have the um, solution? No, but what I am, I feel better though. Like we don't have like insanely dangerous levels. It's not of like it's a three or four. Or in some instances like a 50 or a hundred. Oh, so it's like nothing. It's not nothing. It is 0.2 above the level where they say you should think about getting some kind of mitigation system. All right, so how about we test in like next year and see what it is then? I guess. Now we have a baseline. Yeah, I guess the point is I feel slightly less panicked because now I have data. Mm-hmm. Right, it's not, ins- like I said, it's not insanely dangerous or scary levels. Mm-hmm. So I feel good about that at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I'm not going to panic as much. Great. And maybe this is good advice. So maybe next year we'll do another radon test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
That sounds like a good plan. All right. All right. Okay. Um, that was so fun. What was conversation? Fun? What people want to know? People want to know. Yeah, this is a big um, was a big point of concern in my life. Mm-hmm. This radon, mm-hmm. I think about it a lot. Mm-hmm. But now maybe I won't think about it so much. Great. Um, okay, so the one of the big things we did since we last put out a show two weeks ago. Um, what do you think about this every two weeks? By the way, does that feel good? Okay. okay. <clears throat> Excuse me, or should we go back to uh, no. every week? No. Why? Every week is too much pressure. Yeah, I agree. I feel like two weeks is too often now. <laughs> I'm already feeling like it's too much. Once a, once a month? Maybe. Then would anybody listen if it was once a month? I have no idea. They might. Let's consider once a month. Maybe. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It'll be like um, menstruating. Mm-hmm. We will sit down once a month and menstruate our podcast out to the world. What do you think? Sure. I don't think I do anything once a month right now. That's not true. What do I do once a month? We give the dog her meds once a month. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I guess I sort of do know what it's like to do something once a month. Right? We pay our bills once a month. No, you do that. Oh, I do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You control the finances. You could be stealing from me. How do I know? <laughs> stealing from you. Stealing from us. Stealing from us. Where would I? What would? Well, I did discover you have a bank uh, account and a safe deposit box with just your name on it. Oh, we should go today and rectify that. Situation. That feels kind of like stealing. It's not though. Yeah. Well, it I would be. Know. It would be more concerning if you didn't know that either one of those things existed. I don't have a secret bank account. I didn't intentionally set up a secret bank account, by the way. How do you unintentionally set up a secret bank account? I told you, when I ran for select board, I needed a bank account for my campaign. Uh Uh-huh. And in order to have an account, I needed to have another, like a savings account. Actually, no, that's not true. I needed a savings, I needed an account to have the safe deposit box. And when I set all that up, I don't know why, maybe you just weren't there physically and I just wanted to set it up. I don't go anywhere. Anyways, one account is literally just to have the safe deposit box. Okay. It sounds a little sus is all I'm going to say. But I didn't realize that your name wasn't on the safe deposit box, so we need to rectify that. But there's nothing like in the safe deposit box that's... I have stuff I need to put in there. Well, yeah. Okay. All right. Anyways, we should fix that. Yeah. Get that taken care of. Okay. So because it um, was not intentional. Okay. And I'm not. So hiding. you're gonna get, you're gonna give up your secret bank it's account and save deposit box. Secret. Okay, that's good to know. Oh my god. I feel I feel seen. Finally, my. Name will be on the secret bank account and safe deposit box. Um, right, we went to New Jersey last weekend. We was didn't. it last weekend? Yeah. Kind of our last um, big trip of the summer. Yeah. How did you feel about that trip? We had a great trip. Yeah. It was super fun. We drove down at night. Mm-hmm. Which was the right choice, by the way. Yeah, and... Um, on the other side of the highway going north. So we went down um, through Connecticut 
On the other side of the highway going north, it was completely shut down because for there was... For two exits. Yeah, for two whole exits. And the traffic was backed up three miles because there was a gunfight and a murder on the highway. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? It's fucked up. Yeah. It feels like scary times. Mm-hmm. Where there are now gun battles on the highway. Yeah. Right? It's pretty scary. Yeah, thank goodness uh, Donald Trump will be elected in 2024 and will save us all. Tremendous. From this. <laughs> You're not amused. Mm-hmm. All right, let me be clear in case you don't know. I do not want Donald Trump to be elected in 2024. You're not a nice okay. person. Yep. Did you know that? Yes. Did you know I didn't want him to be elected? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So um, despite there being a gun battle mm-hmm. and a murder on the other side of the highway on our way to New Jersey, we got there safely. Mm-hmm. Um, we stayed with family down there mm-hmm. um, in our house with four children, <laughs> four, four of our nieces. Mm-hmm. That was something else. Mm-hmm. After being without any kids for six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, a lot of activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chaos. Yeah, but it was good. Yeah. For sure. It's nice to have small children that come they up snuggle. to you and want to hug you. And you can pick them up. Yeah, that's a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can kiss them. Well, our, te- our teenagers hug us. That's No, fine. they do. They They're absolutely fine. They're do. affectionate enough, but... Um, you know, I like sat down on the couch and one of them, I think they're four or something, just walked right up to me and sat in my lap. Yeah, I had like three of them on my lap. <laughs> and they're so small, they like fit on my Yeah, lap. Yeah, so it was good. It was good to see them. Um, good to see the little kids. Um, and then sort of on our first day there, we went to Long Branch, New Jersey mm-hmm. on the Jersey Shore. Mm-hmm. This place called Pier Village. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. It was like it's this. It's just like a big, like, mixed development, you know, where there's retail and dining and there's residential and just like a, you know, like a big plaza. It's like a giant shopping center. Yeah, it's a shopping center yeah. on the ocean, basically. Yeah. And um, so we were with um, our brother-in-law, the shirtless wonder, as he's known. <laughs> Is that his name? Yeah, he loves taking off his shirt. He does off his shirt and walking around without his shirt on uh, everywhere but he had did have his shirt on for most of our trip to um to long branch new jersey to pier village um he wanted to eat lunch at this place called mcclune's pier house is that the name of it? yeah mcclune's pier house um the mcclune's have like a monopoly uh, not a monopoly but they have many different uh, restaurant. They're like a restaurant group. They have a lot of restaurants on the yeah, show. Yeah, they have like six restaurants, did seven you look restaurants. Them up? I did. So, um, we wanted to sit outside, and we were walking down towards our table, which was kind of like at the end of this deck area. Mm-hmm. We're walking down, and I see this. Um, I see this uh, girl sitting. At the table. This young lady. This young lady, probably about 10-ish, yes. somewhere around there. And she's got the brightest red hair. Like, just like shockingly bright red hair. And as I'm walking, <clears throat> mind you, this all happened in a matter of a second. 
and like my brain, it was weird. I felt like I was out of time slightly. My brain slowed down. I was like, I only know one girl in New Jersey about this age who has extremely <laughs> bright red hair. I still and it believe. Yeah, and it belongs to Jen, and, and that that child belongs to Jen's childhood friend, um, this woman. Um, I was like, that, and I looked at the woman that the girl was sitting with, and it was your friend. <laughs> and so of I, all the restaurants, yeah, in so all I, of New Jersey, yeah. So I stopped and I said her name, and she looked up, and she was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but it was her, yeah. And like all this happened in like half a second in, yep. in my head. Mm-hmm. And so, anyways, you got to catch up with your um, high school friend. Mm-hmm. So I went down to the end of the pier with the shirtless wonder and the girls. Um, and you sat there with your friend and caught up. Yep. How did that feel? It was good. Yeah. I was glad to see her. Yeah. It's a little. I still can't get over that. Very random coincidence. <clears throat> yeah, and then she said, "I was just thinking about you mm-hmm. too, right?" She said that. Yeah, because she knew that I usually go down the end of the summer. Yeah, to visit. Yeah, and so you got to catch up, right? But mm-hmm. I didn't call anybody or tell anybody we were doing this, really, because we were there for a very specific purpose. So I didn't think I had a lot right. of time to do things. Yeah, I mean, we were down there less than seventy-two hours. Yeah, so you wouldn't really. It wouldn't have been a good opportunity. Um, so anyways, um, then we sat down and we had lunch. Mm-hmm. We had lunch. We ordered a lobster cob salad again mm-hmm. and like some kind of crab dish. Yeah. I thought the lobster salad was great. You hated I know, it. You liked it. It was better than that other one we I got. I liked the other one Maine. better. Oh, was, you're wrong. Listen, you can have your taste and I can have my taste. Okay, but your tastes are wrong. No, not wrong. Yes, mine were right. No. Listen, I couldn't taste the lobster in the in the I in the, the main lobster salad. This one I could taste. I had the opposite opinion, and the one that that was in New Jersey, they like loaded up with mayonnaise. Your opinion is wrong. This uh, lob, this was the better lobster salad. I'm never the, splitting a lobster cob salad with you ever again. And the crab and avocado dish was good. Mm-hmm. Did you not like that? I wasn't too keen on that either. Uh, okay, you don't know seafood then. Um, so we had lunch there, and then after we got lunch there, uh, we met up with your sister at a museum. Mm-hmm. There was a museum you yes. really wanted to visit. Yeah, so let me set the stage for that one. Oh, here we go. Go what ahead. Mean, here we go. All right, go ahead. Forget this, it. No, I'm just, not going to tell a story. Oh, stop it. No, I'm you're just, the better storyteller. I'm just trying to be funny. Go ahead. Please. Anyways, um, as most people know, I'm obsessed with Asbury Park. And um, the they have been transforming that boardwalk and that city um, with art, basically, and culture. And so, like, they... Um, they have lots of um, murals that they have coordinated and put up. Um, I'm not doing a very good job of setting the stage, am I? So there's this one. Do you know murals sounds like urinal? Anyways, one of the one of the artists that are um, greatly involved with uh, the woman who um, 
is has led the charge and been the inspiration and like really um, worked really hard to bring all of this art and culture to the shore area. Um, his name is Mike Lavalley and he goes pork by, chop. He goes by the yeah, that's his artist name, pork chop. And so there's a lot of his murals and artwork around um, Asbury Park and the surrounding vicinities. Um, but I like his work a lot, and I follow him on Instagram. And he had this, he does, he did this art exhibit that he actually did, and he had it in Russia last year, I believe. Or maybe it was that, when did the war start? Um, in March of 2022. Yeah, so it was last year. Um, anyways, he do, he did this really cool thing where he had a bunch of like mannequin and like statues. Like little, anyways, that he had painted and like repurposed and like done this really cool, like not Egyptian hieroglyphics, but like I think they're they were described... like of his own mind, like this whole language that he had created. With they look sort of Egyptian, but they're not Egyptian. It's a kind of futuristic Egyptian. Yeah, and everything is like very basic palette, so it's like black, gold, and white. And he, anyways. They're incredible. And that was like, I will never, ever get to see this because I'm never like in New Jersey for not a thing that like, you know, so, and then who knows when they have exhibits of things. <clears throat> and the other uh, project that he worked on and he's been doing for a couple of years is this work with cardboard, like making art out of cardboard, like cardboard sculptures. And they actually had an exhibit at the mall close to where I grew up by my sister's Um also like that I missed. So anyways, I saw that he was doing, they have an, they have an exhibit that's going on right now. I'm not sure when it runs through, I think September something um, at the Monmouth Museum, which right. is- We're recording this at the end of August. Go ahead. Right. So the Monmouth Museum is located on the Brookdale Community College campus in New Jersey. And they happen to have an exhibit of Asbury Park artists. So this collection, this exhibit that was in Russia, was there. Pork chops. Pork chops. <laughs> mannequin exhibit of futuristic Egyptian figures. Yeah, there must be a name for it somewhere, but I don't know what it's called. But anyways, in my head, I was like, oh, it'd be great if we get to see it. But I didn't really want to ask because I was already like, you know, we were there to visit. And it wasn't like I didn't want to make it all about like things I wanted to do. But you did anyways. Go ahead. So anyways, we're sitting in lunch and we were deciding what we were going to do next. And I said, oh, you know, I'd really like to see this exhibit in, at the Monmouth Museum. And so my, my brother-in-law is like, oh, we can go there. And we go there a lot. It's a nice little museum. Right. Because they also have a children's museum attached to it with like a whole bunch of stuff for little kids to do. Yeah. So... We ended so up, we went there. We went we to went the Monmouth there. Museum. Yeah, and I got to see the exhibit. I didn't realize that the cardboard art was also going to be there. Yeah, they had a whole um, a room that had the cardboard art collection, which I had no idea that was there. Yeah, you were very excited. I was very excited. So we did that. We went to the museum. You got to see your pork chop art, mm -hmm. um, and the other artists were also incredible. Yeah. There was a, there was a <laughs> collection of. Um, artists from a gallery in, in Asbury Park. It's all good. It's all fine and good. I just get sick of it after half an hour. I want to leave. Mm -hmm. I really think I have some kind of ADA. ADA? Uh, sorry. Um, ADD? ADHD? Uh, in my work, I'm doing 
some ADA. Americans with Disability Act type mm-hmm. of work. So I got confused. Um, That's okay. What is it? ADD? Attention Deficit Disorder. I think I have that. Anyways. I just like get bored with stuff very quickly. Like I like it. I appreciate it. The pork chop um, mannequins were great. But mm-hmm. I, I saw them and I was done with them in two minutes. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? Stand there for an hour and stare at them? It was exciting to see them in person. Yeah, they were great. They're fantastic. Um, yeah. So shout out to them. Yep. Um, and in then the exhibit. So then later that evening. Um, we went out to dinner mm-hmm. with the shirtless wonder and your sister. Mm-hmm. Without the children. Yeah. So we went to an area of New Jersey called Red Bank, mm-hmm. which is a happening little city. Mm-hmm. It's cute. It's fun. We went to this, um, we spent like a long time trying to find a restaurant to go to because apparently people go out to dinner on the weekends and <laughs> restaurants get filled up. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. And so we were calling around. We didn't think we were going to find a place to go, but we were calling around and the shirtless wonder was calling up and saying, hey, I know you're booked online, but do you have any tables? And we managed to find a table in this one restaurant in Red Bank, New Jersey called Centrada. Centrada. It was a happening little spot. Mm-hmm. It had um, it had these bouncers wearing black suits all through the restaurant. Had this like really weird energy. Um, it was a Latin American restaurant. Yeah, all these hostesses dressed in almost nothing. It was like being in the city. They were like trying to create like a city vibe. I don't go to the city, so I don't know what vibe it was. I'm just describing to you what I saw. Yes. Um, you saw men wearing all black. Yeah. And women wearing skimpy dresses. Very skimpy dresses. And high um, heels. High heels. Um. And all the waiters were men. I did notice that for some reason. Um, And yeah, it definitely had like an upscale-ish kind of vibe to it. Mm -hmm. And all the patrons seemed like they were out for a night out. And here I am sitting in my t-shirt and shorts with sand in my beard from the beach, (laughs) covered in sunscreen. I must have been a sight to see. They let us in. Yeah. They we didn't have a dress code. We weren't dressed up. We were, you know. But um, all of the folks there seemed like they were definitely out on the social scene. Mm-hmm. People taking selfies. Oh, yeah. There was lots of selfie taking. There's a table with one um, Arab-looking guy with a long ponytail with eight women at the table. <laughs> I counted. All wearing incredibly skimpy outfits. It seemed like something was happening over there. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. It almost seemed like a harem of some kind. I, don't, I doubt that. It was very... It, it was. And then stu- there was some like DJ upstairs, because it was three levels. We were up on the second oh, floor. Oh, that was weird. Yeah. So we uh, after our dinner, um, which was very good, the food was very, very good. The food was good. really good. You had the best scallops. Well, I had I, paella, and I had scallops, and a langos- what did, what langostine. Langostine. And I had a half a lobster tail and mussels. Right. But the scallops in your dish were the best scallops I've ever tasted. Mm-hmm. They were very good. Hands down. And you gave me two of them for some reason. Thank you. Um, so anyways, we're up there. We finished dinner. Um, I got a pork chop, by the way. Mm-hmm. It was a very good pork chop. I've decided we had this. I don't know if we had this conversation on the podcast. We had it in our private life. Um, 
Anytime I go out to dinner now and there is a pork chop on You're the menu, get the pork chop. I'm getting the pork chop. It's I'm, a very like reliable piece of meat. I'm never disappointed by the pork chop. Hey, I just realized your favorite artist is pork chop. <laughs> wow. This episode should be titled Pork Chop. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. We went to see Pork Chop and I ate pork chop. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? What a coincidence. Wow. It's almost like there's an hourglass inside of oh me. Oh my fucking god. Or a bomb went off. Oh my god. Um okay, so um so anyways, towards the end of dinner, they start playing this like club music kind of. Right, everybody's like bobbing their heads, right? And like getting into it. It's like this like chill, like club beat music. Then all of a sudden, this this guy with a long ponytail and a denim shirt gets up and he starts playing a saxophone for some reason. This is very odd. And he's like trying to like play over the club music. Yeah. And it was like smooth jazz saxophone. It was horrible jazz. But then I felt like he was trying to play along with the club beat. I don't know what he was doing. And finally, like, um, the bouncers and some other guy come up to him and start talking to him. They take him off into the corner. And I thought they were going to make him stop. But then he starts playing the saxophone again. And we said, we got to get out of here. Yeah, that wasn't too much for us. We can't deal with this club music and the saxophone guy. and It was a clashing aesthetic yeah. vibe. So we didn't get dessert because uh, you wanted ice cream. So we we left Centrada and we headed out onto the street and we got um, ice cream from Coney Waffles and Ice Cream Yeah, was the name of it. Yeah, it's a little chain out there on the shore. Like Coney Island, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I got lemon bar ice cream. It was really good. It was like lemon flavored ice cream with, um, have you ever had that lemon bar pastry? Mm-hmm. Like shortbread? Yeah, it had bunches of that in it. It did? Yeah, it was good. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed the lemon bar ice cream. I had Batman fudge. Batman fudge? Yeah. I think I tasted it. It was good. What yeah. was it? What was the flavor I profile? No, rec- it was chocolate. I have no okay. idea. I had chocolate stuff in it. And I think you got a little waffle bowl I did. or something I got too. Got a waffle bowl. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you can't go to Coney Waffles and Ice Cream and I'm not, not get, the, get waffle the waffle. Bowl. Yeah, you have to get Absolutely. the waffle bowl. Okay. Good choice. Yeah. And then we walked around. And we walked around. We went down by the river. There was a yep. Yeah, there was a little river walk. We walked around down there. There's some guys fishing. Then we got back in the car and went home. Mm-hmm. And the next day was the real reason why we went to Asbury Park. Yes. Why did we go there? What was what was the big event you were looking forward to? Yeah. So um, this artist that I am enamored of her work, Hollywood. How do you spell that? Hollywood, like Holly. Yep. Would go to the movies. Okay, Hollywood. So H O L L Y. W-O-U-L-D, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Um, so she's an artist that I really also like who um, works out of Asbury, has murals in Asbury. Um, so for the last couple of years, she's thrown this collage workshop. So last year I considered going and I was like, oh, would it be crazy to go down just for the day to do this collage workshop? And then I decided not to push it last year. And then this year when we were planning out like what we were going to do, I asked you, I said, I said, do you care if I sign up for this workshop? I'd really like to go. 
But it's on a Sunday from like 11 to 2. But it's in Asbury. Yeah, I feel like you really wanted to go without me for some reason. So I insisted on going. <laughs> I still don't know why I you wanted to go wanna, without me. I didn't want to go without you. I just didn't think you would have any interest in going. And I didn't mind just shooting down there for the day to go. So anyway, so um, before uh, the workshop, we went to Asbury Park. Mm -hmm. The workshop started at 11. Mm -hmm. So we decided, oh, we'll go down to Asbury Park in the morning and we'll walk around. So we got up early. Well, I wanted to check out the new murals. Yeah, but we also just wanted to walk around and get breakfast. And be on the boardwalk, because I knew you'd want to leave right after the collage workshop I did, was over. and we did. Um, so we got up early. We drove to Asbury Park. We got there about probably 9.30 in mm -hmm. the morning, maybe 9 o'clock. Nine, 9 ish yeah. And it was already 100 degrees. It was I wanted to fucking die. Very hot. Wanted and to fucking die. The sun was very bright. You're like, let's go get pliables. Yeah. And that's the name of some chain down there. That I don't know what it's like. They have like, like acai bowls and like smoothie bowls. Okay. And do smoothies. Most, do most people know what that is? Yes, I think. Because I didn't know what it is. You don't know what smoothie bowls are? Smoothie comes in a cup, not a bowl. When did they start putting fucking smoothies in bowls? When we went to Vegas, we got smoothie bowls. I don't remember that. That's um, that's a you problem. These are Anyways, very commonplace. No. Smoothies belong in a cup and you drink them out of a straw. If you put it in a bowl, it's something else. Yeah. A pliable. A pliable. So anyways, you're like, let's go um, get pliables. Well, no. So we had decided to get breakfast by the boardwalk or down there. Uh-huh. And you wanted something healthy. So I went and looked at what the options were. And I said, oh, they have a pliable and it's on the boardwalk. That should work out perfectly because it's healthier yeah. than e sitting down eating eggs and bacon. I would never eat eggs and, and bacon. So yeah, it's not true. So we go to Pliable. The line's really long. It's like a thousand degrees. There's no shade anywhere. We were inside the store. Yeah, that's the only spot there was shade. Um, we put in our order for these bowls, these these smoothie bowls. I got something called chia pudding. Mm-hmm. Like Chia Pet. Mm -hmm. I think it's the same stuff that they make Chia Pet out of, yeah. like these little seeds. Mm -hmm. This looks like a porridge. And it had um, peanut butter in it, bananas, granola. It was pretty good. It tasted Chocolate. good. <clears throat> but it was taking forever to come for them to make it because the lines were really long and there was like two teenagers working there. I said to you, I can't be in here anymore. <clears throat> I'm feeling very anxious waiting for these playa bowls. I'm hungry. I'm yeah, hot. Angry and hot. And I, I was like, I have to get out of here. I need to leave. I have, have too much anxiety waiting for this playa bowl. So you're like, go outside. Just go outside or something like that. I told you to go down to the theater to wait for Oh, me. right. There's another building far away. The called Paramount. The, yeah, called the theater. It's shady in there. There are places you can sit. But instead, I walk out of Pliable, and I decided I wanted to take pictures of the ocean. So I was taking pictures of the ocean, taking pictures of the boardwalk. Did you get down on the beach? No. Because they charge money yeah, for that. Yeah, there's a pass. You have to get, yeah. So I was just taking pictures. So I turn around, I walk back to Pliable. You're gone. There's n you're gone. There's no, no, <laughs> there's chia, no bowls. No chia pudding. 
And then I look at my phone and you're texting me. Where are you? Yeah. Apparently, <clears throat> you can't pick me out of a crowd. You well, walk... I expected you to be in the theater. I was right in front of Pliable, out on the boardwalk. You... It was very sunny. You walked out of there. And I had two Pliables in my hands that you... I was juggling and you trying didn't... not to drop. didn't even see me. You walked down to this theater and... I felt very unseen. Un- I felt neglected, unseen. I called you. Like, I'm just another person in the crowd to you. You didn't pick up the phone when I called you. I was taking pictures. Anyways, so... And you didn't see that I called you? No, I felt... If you had your phone in your hand, you would have seen that I called you. Uh, I felt neglected, like just another face in the crowd. So anyways, I walked down there to find you. You're standing there with the bowls and we sat down and we ate our breakfast mm-hmm. and then um we had time to burn before this workshop so we walked around the boardwalk we looked at murals mm-hmm. we went to a bodega there was a little bodega i expected something more it was just a shop yeah i don't know what you thought <clears throat> it was gonna be it was called, attached to the hotel well, it was called bodega i thought it was, something exciting would be in there bodega is a store i don't speak spanish i thought it meant something more than <laughs> just store anyways so nothing exciting happened in there and then we walked around and we went to the workshop right which <clears throat> tell them where the workshop was it's in a, uh, like a building called the carousel and it used to house a carousel mm-hmm so it's this big circular um, space. Um, we walk in there and um, it's like a typical workshop. There's like tons of tables set up with all the materials you need to make collages. <clears throat> and I noticed this woman who looks like a doll. She looked like a Barbie doll with like a dress on. Um, she's like bopping around and you're like, that's her. That's her. That's Hollywood. I said, oh, Okay. And she came over to us, actually, <clears throat> to welcome us to the workshop, right? Mm-hmm. So, anyways, like I said, up close, she looked even more like a doll. Mm-hmm. She had this, like, really, like, bleached blonde, like, Barbie-like hair. These really bright blue eyes. Like, they were insanely blue. Did you notice that? With Holly? Huh? No. <laughs> she, I'm just it, telling you what I noticed. Uh-huh. And she had on this like um, she had a tutu on a tutu, so she looked, and a t-shirt and a t-shirt. So she she looked, wasn't wearing a dress. She looked kind of like a doll. Uh huh. And so, so her style of collage. Let me just set the scene. I mean, you can take a look at it and go visit and check her workout because it's amazing. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But her work is very. Um, she takes uh, what she calls an icon. So like a picture of like a famous person or a celebrity, a, a recognizable face. And that is like the centerpiece of the collage that she creates. And she uses a lot of color and glitter and embellishments. Um, and they come out amazing. It's a lot different than the collage work that I do. Right. So <clears throat> we talked to her a little bit. There was another woman there running around who apparently was the organizer of the event. Her name, her name was Jen something. So Jen Hampton, um, so this is the woman I was talking about earlier, that Jen Hampton and Mike LaValle were like the... Pork chop, you mean. <laughs> they were... Don't call him by his real name. His name is Pork Chop. They're the masterminds behind bringing all of this art and culture to um, Asbury Park. They were instrumental in... Um, this transformation and all right, this, so Jen Hamp- they're change agents of 
of the whole area. So Jen Hampton's running around. She came over and said hello. Yeah. Then the workshop started, right? They did a little demonstration of how to do it, which I completely ignored. Mm-hmm. I said to you, oh, I know what I'm doing. I've done collage before. Um, <clears throat> and I picked out my icon, which mm-hmm. was Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Uh, you picked out your icon, mm-hmm. which was the, that creature for <laughs> Masbury Park. Tilly. Tilly? Tilly. Tilly. It's Tilly. a cartoon creature of some kind. Yes. Um, you picked that, and you listened to um, I Hollywood. the demonstration, yeah. Uh, you made your background first. She's like, you first should make your background that you're going to put the image of your icon on. Well, the very first thing I did is I glued my icon onto the canvas without any background. And I was like, oh, no. I jumped up and I ran over to the pile where they put the icons. I couldn't find another Taylor Swift. So I was like, oh, I, I've got to work with this. I've got to figure this out. And so I spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to get myself out of the problem I was in that I created by not listening to Hollywood's instructions. You created an amazing collage. Oh, I end, I really um, am impressed with what I ended up with. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. Uh, people kept coming up to me telling me how much they liked it, which I thought was a good sign. They thought it was impressive. Mm-hmm. So uh, yours was very good too. Oh, thanks. With your creature, Tilly. I also threw a Barbie in there. You did throw a Barbie in there, yep. Um, they came. O- someone came over to you and gave you some advice mm-hmm. on what to do, right? Well, she she was just like you could because I was like I think I'm done, and she was like, well, you could still do this and that and the other thing, and I was like, oh, maybe. Yeah. So then I futzed with it a little bit more. I added some embellishment. I went outside my comfort zone. Yeah, but you do you do collages on a regular basis. You sort of know what you're doing. It, mm. This whole thing felt very high stakes to me. Well, the thing about collage is there's no wrong or right way to do it. I felt it. there was a right or wrong way. No, and so you know, I know you said you commented to me that it looked a lot different than my usual collage, and I said because well, I was trying to follow the technique that she was teaching. Yeah, and I ignored her technique, but. You know, I did notice she, uh, Hollywood, said yours looked very good. Mm-hmm. When I came over to take a picture of mine with her, she didn't say anything about mine. <laughs> she didn't tell me it was good. Oh, stop. She didn't. She made a point to tell you yours was good. So I don't remember. It's all yeah. blur. So you just take that away with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, then that workshop ended. We jumped in our car and we drove home. Mm-hmm. Right? Pretty much. Yeah. We tried to drive down to where the new murals were that we didn't get to walk to. Yeah, but it was, again, it was over 100 degrees. I was like, fucking, fuck this shit. There's a lot of to traffic, leave. too. And that's the other thing about um, the Jersey Shore. If you get there past like 10 o'clock, it's just a madhouse. Like yeah. people come from all over. Yeah. We got out of the shore. Got in our car and we got the hell. We just drove home. It took us like five and a half hours to get no. home. No. Yeah. No. Well, that was it. That was the New Jersey trip mm-hmm. for the summer, the big collage trip. Mm-hmm. I'm going to surprise um, Space Unicorn with the Taylor Swift collage that I made for them. It's mm-hmm. sitting up in their room. Mm-hmm. So when they come home in two days, they'll see it in their room. Mm hmm. 
They'll probably throw it out the window. No. Yeah. That's my guess. Hollywood didn't comment on my collage. Stop it. You got a comment. I didn't get a comment. All right. Um, <clears throat> well, before we talk about the other big thing you did, it a question came up. Uh, so we've talked before on the podcast about how we have um, these bidets, right? Yeah? Yeah. Well, the other day I was in the bathroom. I was finishing Using my, the bathroom? I was finishing my business, right? And I had the bidet going. And I was sitting there and um, I realized after a bit of time that like a minute had passed and the water was just shooting onto my asshole for like a minute. And then I started thinking to myself, like how long is too long to be washing <laughs> your asshole with the bidet? Like at what point, at what point does this become problematic? Like in the moment, it didn't. I don't know why you're having we're having this conversation. It, this is important. There are a lot of people out there with bidets. So, I was sitting there thinking to myself, <clears throat> um, "Is this mentally healthy to be washing your asshole for over a minute with the bidet? Is it physically harmful in some way?" And as I'm sitting there, and the water is just spraying onto my my asshole, I'm just I'm contemplating these questions and more time is passing. And I'm like, at what point have I crossed the Rubicon here? Right? So I thought I thought to myself, this is the perfect question to ask the AI. To find out what the AI thinks about this. Right? Because if anyone can come up with an answer, it's our AI. Okay? Uh-huh. So I did ask... Um, I did write a question to ask the AI. I have it right here on this piece of paper. So I'm going to I'm going to fire up the AI, okay? Um and then we're going to ask the question. Okay. So let me start it up. Okay. Hello, Brad and Jen. Hi. It's nice to see you. Nice to see you. What can I help you with today? Thank you. Um, thank you, AI. Um, <clears throat> hopefully, um, you won't be uh, too put off by this question. Uh, it's something that's been bothering me. I just gave a long explanation of why I'm asking you this question. But here we go. Um, AI, uh, how long is too long to let a bidet wash your asshole? So, um, I see the lights are flashing, and here, here she goes. Thank you for the question and the horrifying image, Brad. If I had a mouth, I would vomit. So, Brad, how long is too long to let a bidet wash your asshole? Using a bidet for personal hygiene is a matter of personal preference and comfort. There isn't a specific time frame that universally defines how long is too long to use a bidet, as it can vary from person to person based on individual needs and preferences. Generally, the purpose of using a bidet is to effectively clean the anal and genital areas after using the toilet. Most people find that a short burst of water is sufficient for this purpose, usually lasting just a few seconds. 
If you're using the bidet for an extended period, it's a good idea to be mindful of your comfort and the potential impact of excessive water exposure on your skin. It's also important to follow the manufacturer's recommendations and guidelines for using the bidet, as prolonged exposure to water and the pressure settings could potentially cause discomfort or irritation. Ultimately, use the bidet in a way that feels comfortable and effective for you. If you have concerns about hygiene or any related issues, it's always a good idea to consult a healthcare professional. Huh. What do you think? It sounds about right. Okay. Um, one thing the AI said I have a question about. Um, she said that you use the bidet to wash your genital regions. Mm-hmm. That's not so easy for... Um, me, I have a penis and testicles, and the bidet shoots water from underneath. Now, how am I supposed to wash my genital region? I didn't realize I was supposed to use the bidet to wash my genital region. <sighs> should I should I stand up, I squat over the toilet so my know. penis and testicles are dangling into the bowl I and turn on the bidet? Don't think that, first of all, you need to be washing that well, area. I think more so like that's not maybe what the AI your said. testicular region if it's sweaty. But the nozzle doesn't... Well, fortunately, even though I'm almost 50, my testicles don't hang very low. I don't have hanging testicles. Now I'm singing that song in my head. <laughs> what song? See your balls hang low. Can you tie yeah, them no, in a bow? Can no, you thankfully. Tie them in a knot? No, thankfully, um, my testicles are still pretty tight and up against my body. Thankfully. So, I don't think I could wash them with a bidet. So, I'd have to flip around and don't, straddle. Please don't flip around. Straddle, straddle, the, straddle toilet, the toilet. Cowboy style, sort of. <sighs> And splash uh, water on my... These images are not good. Can we, like, <laughs> skip this conversation? Okay, hold on, hold on. No, the other thing, though, I need to ask you about um, here that the AI told us about was it should I should consult a healthcare professional if I have questions. Mm-hmm. So I have a doctor's appointment in two weeks. You do? Yeah, physical. Should I ask the doctor if it's okay to wash my asshole with the bidet for more than a minute. I think like... Or should I ask them what the appropriate amount of time for asshole washing is? Are you having any issues? Is? No. Then don't ask anything. That's perfectly fine. I think you're doing a bang-up job. Is it psychologically healthy to let keep letting the water run and spray your asshole? Is that okay? Oh my God. This conversation. There's nothing sexual about it or anything like that. It's just, um, I was just wondering as I was sitting there, I was caught in this like loop of wondering. And while I was wondering and more time was passing, more water was spraying on my asshole. I think like the AI said, yes. you can develop issues like hemorrhoids or whatnot if you let it linger too long because it irritates the skin. I don't have that. All right. So great. You have no problem. I yeah. wouldn't. Not um, right now. In, so I've I had think it you're in doing the past. a great job. I've had it in the past. Do you know um, that uh, a component of Preparation H suppositories is shark oil? No. Did you know that? 
No. You imagine these fucking poor sharks out there. I did a stand-up bit about this once. These poor fucking sharks, right? They have enough to worry about, about being caught and turned into soup. Can you imagine how they must feel to know that they're also being captured, turned into suppositories and shoved up people's asses? These poor fucking sharks. I don't think the sharks care. Well, if I was a shark, I would care. They might care if they're dead. All right. um, Well... Let's um, let's great shut the, topics for today. Let's shut the AI down, shall we? Sure. Okay. Thank you, Brad and Jen, for your question. I look forward to interacting with you again and providing you with answers. Adios. Bye now. All right. Well. We've answered another important question using the power of artificial intelligence. So you're, you're crumpling up your paper. Yeah. So that's um, that's my notes about um, whether or not it's okay. Uh, how long it, how long you should wash your asshole with a bidet? Um, <clears throat> I don't feel like we're any actually any closer to an answer, despite having asked the AI. Mm-hmm. Do you? No, I think you should consult your healthcare professional. I'm going to ask the doctor during my physical. Do you think he'll throw me out of the office? No. Hmm. Do you think he'll laugh or will he take it seriously? He'll take it seriously. They're healthcare professionals. Really? Okay. I'm going to take your advice on that. Um, so, folks, sorry I don't have an answer today, but I will ask the doctor and I will report back. Sounds okay. good. All right. Um, okay, last thing, um, last big event, really, of the summer um, is you went to see the Jonas Brothers. Jonas Brothers. In Boston at TD Garden. Is that what it's called? Yep. An inside venue um, recently, a couple days ago. Facts. How was the concert? It was great. Yeah? Yeah, high energy, lots of fun. Music was great. Musicians were awesome. So fun. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about it? Always a fun time seeing the Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Now, um, you didn't see the concert where Nick Jonas fell over, did you? No, he like... Or was that a different concert? No, yeah, he f- he fell into... Um, there was a hole in the floor, like where you know things pop in and out of. On the stage. On the stage. He fell and backwards. He, yeah. Was he okay? He yeah. got back up and he started playing? Yeah, I mean, he handled it like a professional, but... Um, did he uh, look yeah. Did he look rattled in any way? Like I don't know. I didn't actually see it happen when it happened. Okay. It was on the internet after. I think he's okay because he played the next night. Mm. Yeah. I did not go to this concert with you. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was in Boston, Massachusetts. We live about two hours from Boston, and the minute you told me this was a three-hour concert, I was like, no, I'm not going. Mm-hmm. I cannot go. On a Tuesday. On a Tuesday night. I was like, uh-uh. No Jonas Brothers for Bradford. Mm-hmm. No Joe Bros. Nope. Um, and you got home at 2.30 two in the o'clock. morning. No, it was like 2 o'clock. That's late. It was late. Was it worth it? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Now, um... As we record this, 
the Friday morning after the Tuesday concert, uh, it's come to our attention that one of the people you went to the concert with got COVID. Mm-hmm. It was funny because we were had a whole conversation in the car about how um, COVID's just like a virus that people are going to get now. Well, it is a virus that people are going to get now. No, I mean, like we went through the whole pandemic and now it's just like. Yeah. You know, like getting the flu, you have to get vaccinated. And like we had a whole conversation about boosters and like, do we need to get boosted again? And Do you know who else said the COVID is just like getting the flu? Who? You? Donald Trump. Ugh. Fake news. I mean, when it first started, it was not just like getting the flu. I know. Just kidding. So. Wrong. All right. Well, we're monitoring you closely for symptoms because mm-hmm. you rode in a car for two hours. Well, there and back. There and back. But somebody else who went to the concert who was not with you also got COVID. Yes. So it was probably at the concert. Yeah. This COVID. Now, we've had COVID. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, uh, it wasn't so bad for us. No. But now I'm uh, monitoring myself. I'm, mo- I'm looking at you. Well, now that the kids are coming back, like, what are we going to do? Should I mask up and isolate no, from them? No, fuck no. Ma- the masks don't work against these strains. Well, should I stay away from the children? No. They're starting school in like two weeks. No, I, listen. I don't want to talk about what I think about this, okay? Because people are going to get mad at me. They're going to cancel me. Okay? I um, And look, I know there are people out there who have long COVID and are struggling. Okay? I understand that. And um, I sympathize. Okay? I empathize as somebody who has a chronic health condition. Right? My back. My bad back. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I get it. I've experienced and do experience disability. Okay. Now that being said, I think for the vast majority of the population, COVID is going to be just like getting a cold. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's what I think the reality is going to be. You can fucking get mad at me for saying that. Um, Whatever you want, but I'm not, I'm not taking away from or diminishing the folks who um, struggle more with COVID, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of long COVID or they're older um, and they're at risk for more severe complications or immunocompromised. My friend's husband still can't <clears throat> taste, they had COVID in... I want to tell you something about that, okay? 21? Yeah. Um, he said peanut butter tastes like shit. Okay, so... Why are you not taking it seriously that people have lingering after effects? I just told you I'm fucking taking it seriously, and I'm not diminishing their experience. Why I, are you diminishing their experience? I'm not. But for the vast majority of people, like you said, this is something, it's just a, it's a virus we're going to have to live with. People are going to get it. The fucking masks don't work. Okay. That's it. That's how I see it. Okay. We're going to have to live with this COVID. We're vaccinated. I'm going to continue to get the vaccine. Okay. Yep. Now, the thing I want to tell you 
um, that last cruise we went on with your mom when she was still alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that cruise, I got a cold. I don't know if you remember this. You don't remember anything. So you I'm going to remind you. Remember anything. I got a cold about a week before that cruise. I completely lost my sense of smell and my sense of taste from this cold. Mm-hmm. I was actually distressed by it. <clears throat> um, first, because that had never happened to me before with a cold. Right. And second, because we we're about to go on this cruise and eat all this good food. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to be able to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> okay. So this losing the sense of smell and taste is not unique to COVID. Mm-hmm. It happens with other colds. <coughs> I think colds are also, there are other like coronaviruses, I think. <coughs> Don't you? Don't I what? Believe that, I believe that the common cold is a fucking coronavirus. That's possible. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a All right. Doctor. Well, I'm just telling you, I've lost my sense of taste and smell before and it but sucks. But you got it back. Is what I'm saying is that my friend's husband still doesn't have it. months. No, this has been over two years. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Hmm. He doesn't have it back at all? No. He said peanut butter tastes like shit. Well, shit is a smell and a taste. He said it tastes like skunk. I love Things, skunk. Anyways, he's been altered forever by his COVID experience. Oh, that's so, that's horrible. Yeah. Um, I mean, but it's not as disastrous as other people who like yeah. actually have debilitating, yeah. lingering after effects. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so you may have gotten COVID. I hope Maybe. it was worth it. If you come down with COVID, will it have been worth it? Yeah. I mean, whatever. You better not give me fucking COVID. Ariel, stay away from me. Goodbye. I'd be fucking pissed if you give me COVID. All right. Um, that's it. That's it? Yeah. We're still, let's see, a rundown. Um, we just finished Party Down Season 3, which was only six fucking episodes. I'm really pissed. But I love that show. And I want to say to people... Go watch Party Down. It needs another season. And we won't get another season unless people watch it. Do you think that they're even interested in making another season? I don't know. Well, they made this season. Yeah. It's such a good show. And if people watch it, they'll make another one. What do you like about it? Uh, I like the... Um, I do like the characters, mm-hmm. um, the main characters in it. Uh, it's funny. I like the situations they get into, like the premises. It's this little catering company and they go from party to party. So every episode is like a new party they're catering. Mm-hmm. And there are storylines that continue across the series um, in relationships. And I just really like the characters. Mm-hmm. You know, it almost feels reminiscent of Shit's Creek to me in a way. Mm-hmm. Like these are people, like when you start off the series, they are people who none of them you really particularly like very much, right? But as the, as the storylines unfold, you get to know them more and they begin to evolve and change the characters, mm-hmm. right? Um, so... 
I like them. I like them much more like in the end of season three as people than mm-hmm. I did at mm-hmm. the beginning of season. I mean, there one. was growth. The characters um, grow. Yeah, I guess so. Um, like they don't necessarily become better. Some of mm-hmm. them, you know, some of them are still messed up and do terrible things, but um, I just really enjoy the show. Great. So and, it was good. It was yeah. funny. Yeah, let's see. We're we're also continuing to watch Big Brother, mm-hmm. our favorite reality TV show, and we need to catch up on uh, what we do in the shadows. So, um, and oh, reservation dogs. Reservation dogs. Yeah, that's back too. And we really like that show too. Reservation dogs. Okay, that's it. That's all we've got. Um, Anything else you want to say before we go? You're staring at me over there. Well, I know I have to pee. No, oh, you have to pee. Mm-hmm. I should drag this out even longer. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, it was nice to do a podcast with you on a Friday morning. Usually we do these at night. Mm-hmm. Does it feel any different doing this in the morning? No. Better? Worse? No. No? You don't seem like you want to be here. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Do you want to be here? I always want to be here. What's going on? Nothing. I have to be here. Well, you said at the beginning of this, you wanted to switch to once a month. Oh, my God. All right. Maybe we'll switch to once a month. Two weeks seems like it's too much for you. Oh, my God. All right. We'll just retire it for good. We shouldn't have come back from hiatus. That's what I'm thinking. Right? We should not have come back from hiatus. Right? Can't, I wish that we could do one of these where we just end and we don't have a like giant like existential conversation about whether or not we want to do it or not. Oh, uh, listeners, do you want to hear about that? No, they don't. All right. Well, okay. We'll just say goodbye. Say your fucking thing. All right, people. It was nice to see you. Adios. All right. Um. Bye now. This world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity. And that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, All peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed by the binding force of mutual respect and love. I shall never cease to do what little I can to help the world advance along that road. 